guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and knowledge and experience uh, to help you guys to learn how to use nutrition and some lifestyle adjustments as tools to look, feel, and do your absolute best. A couple of things. You might hear some background noise. There seems to be a lot of work going on. I don't know. There is something, always something to fix in Mexico. So (laughs) if you hear that, um, then that's what it is. Some road works. Um, Reminds me of about appreciating better things. Because on most mornings, I wake up here and there are birds singing. Really pleasant sounds, right? Um, I'm really lucky to be in a place in my life where I can basically live wherever I want. And so I'm in this beautiful place and I watch sunrises almost every day and I hear birds singing. But sometimes you have road walk works, right? This is life. <laughs> Makes you appreciate birds so much more when you hear them instead of um, people working on things here. Today we will touch upon quite a few things, guys. Number one, if you are into self-optimization, into taking almost extreme care of yourself, if you call yourself or consider yourself a biohacker, if you do the best you can to take care of yourself, and then sometimes you still get sick, you know, or just feeling under the weather or not your best, don't feel bad about it. It's normal. Um, There's always something happening in our environment. New viruses, more stress, maybe less nutrients. There are always things that are changing. That is one constant in life. There are always changes. And human body is never going to be perfect. Nobody is bulletproof. Like, there is no such person who never gets sick, never gets a bug, never gets the down day. Like, no such thing. It's just, like, impossible. So, if sometimes you are feeling down or not 100%, do your best to feel and to feel your best and to work on your mindset to be as positive about the experience as possible. But also have developed some self-compassion. It's okay to not feel your best all the freaking time. Again, just do your best to feel as good as you can and do your best to give your body everything it needs to recover. Don't be stubborn. Um, right? If you need to rest, do rest. And then appreciate the capacity of our body to recover and get better. And you will get better. You will get back to normal, most probably even stronger, even better. And that's a part of human experience. It doesn't matter how well we take care of ourselves, things will happen. That is a guarantee in life. There is always going to be some challenge, sometimes at work, sometimes in relationships, sometimes with our health. Nobody, again, is a bulletproof robot. So if you are experiencing some challenges, it means you are an alive human being. So congratulations. <laughs> Besides that, that um, a couple of other things I wanted to share from experience um, 
of my life and um, experience of life of other people. So a dear friend of mine, Rose, she's one of the best bachata dancers in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. She's actually from Holland, but um, now as a digital nomad, she spends a lot of time in Mexico. So Rose shared with me her um, experience um, like a month ago that she's that she used to have problems with her sleep like she wouldn't sleep as well and when she would wake up she wouldn't feel that refreshed and you know all that clear and focused and um, just you know like you would feel after a good night of sleep and she wasn't sure why it was because she seemingly got enough sleep right so everything should be okay but what she also shared with me is on some nights she would go to bed later because of her dancing and because she needed to do some events or classes and on some days she would go to bed earlier because probably if not for dancing she would go to bed earlier than later that's what she would naturally do and so she shared that with me and what i recommended to her trying is setting the same routine for her sleep, the same schedule for her sleep. Meaning, if she goes to bed quite regularly, quite late, then maybe just go to bed at the same time every night and wake up at a decent hour after that every day, every morning. Because what neuroscience uh, showed us is that our body, our brain, they always try to optimize our experience. They always try to make all the practices as effective, efficient as possible, especially such important practices as sleep, our major recovery time, or such important practices as digestion, where we get all the nutrients we need to survive and to thrive um, and to build uh, future generations. So our brain, our bodies, they always try to optimize things. And when it comes to sleep, our brain starts to release melatonin at certain time or uh, suppress certain stress hormones that keep us awake and alert like cortisol or noradrenaline. So there is all this biochemical work and electrical uh, work happening in our body, again, in order for for us to have optimal sleep experience, to have optimal recovery. Why? So in the morning, during the day, we are the most alert, awake, focused, uh, resource getters as we can possibly be. So there is this process of, of optimization happening all the time. And so when, when you start schedule your sleep or meals for the reason, at all the different times, you know, sometimes you go to bed at 9, sometimes at 11, sometimes at 1, and it happens quite regularly. So your brain can't really figure out a pattern when is best to do you know, certain things like release of melatonin or suppression of certain neurotransmitters that keep you awake and alert during the day. And so what you end up having is problems with falling asleep because your brain is not actually ready to put you to sleep because your brain doesn't really know when you usually go to bed. What happens is your deep sleep, your REM sleep, they are all over the place. Uh, what happens is you wake up during the night more because, it, again, the brain it has troubles figuring out when to wake you up 
for the day because you are sleeping and you're waking time is all over the place and then you wake up and you're not really feeling refreshed why because again your sleep was not optimized and why because you have your sleep schedule all over the place so the best thing you can do to improve the quality of your sleep is not to sleep some nights early because supposedly it's better for you or or on other nights sleeping late because you also want to have a social life or you need to be out at night instead try to make it universal if you want to stay up late quite regularly then stay up late on all of the days if that is optimal experience for you if it, if it is important for you right or if you understand that sleeping earlier uh gonna work much better for you then sleep earlier on most of the nights uh unless it's very 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 special and rare occasion that you're gonna stay up for one reason or the other that's how you improve your sleep the fastest guys all the hacks that i've been sharing with you they're not gonna work that well if your sleep schedule is all over the place so that's a takeaway number one you want to have better sleep and better working brain during the day then set regular sleeping time uh number two i was talking to a friend of mine i get this question he often asked me like really good questions about nutrition and how to optimize um his diet uh his name is james he is from chicago and he asked me this question about saturated fat that's quite a controversial topic in the world of nutrition science and he asked me well it is recommended to have about 30 grams and that's what i usually have but i'm also thinking about increasing almost doubling that amount to like 50 60 grams do you think it's a good idea and it's going to be good for my health to increase saturated fat amount from different sources like butter or coconut oil um do you think it's a good idea to increase that amount and here i want to share with you my answer because this answer covers a lot of topics nutrition topics and a lot of nutrition answers now with controversial questions like this there's almost no definite best answer what it means is it might work for some people to have more saturated fat it might not work for other people and might make their health worse for me a lot of saturated fat from different sources especially animal sources like butter just doesn't work my cholesterol shoots up and i start gaining weight and feel, feeling sluggish and really doesn't work for me for some people they tend to thrive on a lot of saturated fat from natural sources in their diet also i noticed that plant-based sources like coconut oil are or brazil nuts are different from animal sources in most cases but so some people will thrive on that some people health like mind health will get worse so what's important is to figure out important health biomarkers so measure your health outcome in some way better objective when it's available like maybe measuring your cholesterol levels your inflammation levels your also subjective things like energy levels your sleep quality your weight so measure that 
then change the amount in this case of saturated fat in your diet do it for about three weeks it's a good amount of time to give it a try and then measure the same biomarkers after that experiment and that's how you know at least from one perspective from one angle whether your health suffers or gets better or it doesn't matter and it stays the same because again yeah there are these guidelines that 30 grams of saturated fat you know not no more than that seems to be a good idea in a balanced diet but there are variations some people thrive might thrive on more of that some people might suffer on less than that the only way to know is to test it out and then see how your health outcomes actually change and that brings me to a wider topic in nutrition of of details of things not being black and white and there are many many details when it comes to personalized health personalized nutrition that you need to measure for yourself in more individualized way now yeah there are guidelines based on the amount of different products in a balanced diet you know usually if someone overshoots some nutrient let's say saturated fat in this example so if you double or triple your saturated fat amount it means that you all of a sudden eat all of these calories from all of these foods and your diet becomes less diverse and in nutrition it seems that less diversity less variety does not lead to better health it usually leads to worse health because nutrients our bodies seem to thrive on a balanced amount of nutrients not just saturated fat but also monounsaturated also also polyunsaturated and also maybe having uh, fats and carbohydrates and protein in um, more of a more of a balanced profile that what seems to work for a lot of people now obviously there is there are personal variations you know you might be not well suited to digest fats or carbohydrates at this point in your life and then you gotta make adjustments right but the key point here is yes there are guidelines but also there are personal outcomes and they say you know well for an average person but the truth is nobody is average really and so it is a good idea to keep the guideline in mind but also feel free to experiment just make sure to measure actual meaningful health outcomes because you can't really just double the amount of any nutrient and like well how am i feeling did i die or not yet you know some health outcomes might take years to show you the results and you don't really want to wait years if the outcome is negative that's why measure as early as possible and adjust actions accordingly. And uh, that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, tomorrow, please do stay tuned for even more interesting episode about foods to eat and foods to not eat if you want to avoid the state of brain fog when you're not really clear uh not really focused kind of all over the place um very often anxious and overwhelmed so experiencing this less effective brain states um 
especially at times when you actually need to be productive and get something good done, deliver something good to other people or in your business, right? So we're going to talk about brain fog and nutritional strategies to minimize and eliminate that and to get into more productive brain states like clarity, focus, um, motivation, confidence, um, creative insight, all of these amazing states that will deliver amazing work and improve your business and also life. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Let me know if you had uh, any questions about what you heard today. Change your sleep schedule and keep it with regular hours. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And you know, today, instead of, well, along with eating better, work on appreciating things more. When you hear birds singing, appreciate that a tiny bit more today. And when you hear road works and a lot of noise, appreciate that too, because that will pass and you're gonna get back to a better place well, when and where the birds are singing in a beautiful and loud way. Um, yeah. That, and that's the end of this episode.